Can't stop, won't stop, can't stop, won't stop. We're here early morning, man. Cabo Nation! <laughs> what is up, everyone? And welcome to yet another episode of Combo's Court, and I am Combo. Welcome to episode 422, to be exact, because I didn't mention that already. And today's show, Seth Parnell of Statbomb, The Athletic, Dunked on Prime, and formerly director of basketball research for the Milwaukee Bucks, joins in to give his early season thoughts on the NBA season. We discussed so many topics, including the Knicks, the Mavs, the Warriors, and players such as Bol Bol, Luka, Poku, RJ Barrett, and much more, man. Just a fantastic conversation with Seth. You could catch Seth on Twitter at Anchorage Man. You could catch me on Twitter at Combos Court. And you know you could follow me on Instagram at 12combo. That's O N E T W O C O M B O. Intro music by Luca Beats. Let's get into it. Now, big friend of the show, man. How are you, Seth? How are you? Doing all right. Uh, getting through Thanksgiving weekend. Hopefully, uh, yours treated you well. It did. Did you eat some good food? Uh, and too much of it. <laughs> uh, Seth, you're everywhere, man. Dunked on Prime, The Athletic, Stat Bomb. You're constantly working. I love it, man. Uh, a lot of fingers and a lot of pies. I, I, <laughs> I, I get bored easily. What can I say? <laughs> Most definitely. What has jumped out? To you about this NBA season? Um, well, we started out with uh, a lot of teams kind of surprising teams kind of jumping up. And even just in the last week, it seems like all of them, you know, Portland and Utah and Oklahoma City and and I guess a week before that, even San Antonio, all these kind of surprising teams have all sort of started to come down to earth. Now, for a couple of them, Portland and, and Utah, um, it's been some injuries involved, but also a probably not getting, you know, just not digging out those wins in close games that you can't really count on doing all season. Um, and, you know, just kind of stuff catching up to them. Um, big thing at the start of the season was how much further hit offense was than defense, which is 180 degrees opposite the way it usually is. Usually offense starts kind of slow and then ramps up. And if it does that this year, we're going to set all kinds of records for for scoring. Yeah, I mean, way back, I think we talked about this before, how you felt the next revolution was after the three-point revolution is how the defense would catch up to that, right? Yeah. And I still think that might happen. It just seemed like defenses were still almost playing, you know, shell defense at the start of the season Mm -hmm. and offenses were going – you know, I'm going to 45 cut this then if they're, if they're going to, you know, do the still going to do their, you know, their, their, their shell D and X out and all this other stuff. Cause I know where they're going. So I know where I'm going. It, it did seem like we saw a lot of that, uh, especially, you know, from Utah, but also Boston and, and Sacramento. Um, Sacramento's just 
fabulous to watch right now. Just they're, they got so much movement in their offense. Yeah. So, I mean, last year when DeMar DeRozan was going absolutely off, I felt it was because that part of the court just happened to be open because of the three-point revolution and teams adjusting to that. I think SGA is kind of like in that bag this year. Do you see that as well? I mean, it's it's sort of always the case that guys who can do that are 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 going to be to some degree un- unstoppable. If you but do you, but do you do you feel it's more open now? A little, but I mean, you you mentioned DeRozan, and last year he had one of the great clutch seasons yeah. of of yeah. you know recent memory. And uh, let me see, as of last time I looked, which was I think on Saturday, uh, the Bulls are one and eight in close games this year. So it's it that's the kind of thing that kind of comes and goes. Um, now, it might just be that everything else with the Bulls is just enough worse that instead of like DeRozan's bucket getting gets them to a two point win and now gets them to a one point loss. Um, but I don't disagree with you that it that 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 sp- that space is open, but it doesn't make it a, that doesn't make it a much easier shot you know, to be going full speed and rise up against NBA defense and, you know, stick a jumper guys who can hit 50% on that shot are still the best offensive players in the league. You know, you get yeah. your KDs or whoever. Yeah. Um, Like I'm thinking about Trey young right now and you have a lot of stats that could um track usage, right. In a new kind of way. And I thought this year, they were going to go a little bit away from heliocentric type offense, but even though he has a better running mate, he still has a high usage, right? Yeah, I think, but he is, uh, he has a very high usage, has the ball a lot, but it's down. Okay. It's, it's, so they have redistributed. The, the weird part, though, is they've redistributed kind of some of his touches to Murray. Right. But some other guys, like John Collins, is, has really almost, I don't want to say been frozen out, but he's been pushed further to the side, even. So even though that pairing, well, because there's two guys, because well, there's two guys that like the yeah. basketball now, right? Yeah. But that, but they've they've worked better together than they thought they would. I'm just not sure how much that's brought everyone else with them, you know. Mm-hmm. And and it, some of it is 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 I think they they maybe wish they had traded DeAndre Hunter instead of Kevin Herter, or maybe they they don't. But I think that just that that shooting would have been really nice for them to have because they don't they don't have a lot of it. Um, how soon AJ Griffin takes a starting role there is going to be interesting to see as well. Yeah, they're giving him more opportunity now. Yeah. I think at the yeah. beginning, I don't know why they weren't, but he is a really interesting player. I mean, the, you know, the, the 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 draft guys are like, well, yeah, he's like the top three player in his high school class, and then got hurt a bunch, and you know, now we're kind of seeing he's big, he can shoot, he's got some wiggle. What's not to like there? Yeah, I mean, I feel like those guys that are at the top of their draft class, you never want to give up on them early because they have a high ceiling. Like they were that heavily recruited for a reason. There's well, there's there's two different there's if if a guy plays and is not awesome and is 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 mediocre in college, then you maybe think, all right, well, he made the step up and it just he he wasn't didn't quite have it. If a guy is hurt. Yeah, he plays one year in college and is hurt, and so doesn't really show everything. That's kind of different. Like, you know, if we're just going to talk about Duke guys, it's kind of the difference between Cam Reddish, who's had a decent season for the Knicks, but I think his career is moving much more. He's going to be like a stick around as a you know a a, a rangy wing role player who can stick a jumper, not someone you're ever going to want to have the ball in his hands. But the difference between that because he he played a full year at Duke and was not good relative to expectations. 
versus Griffin sort of played, but was hurt all the time. So it's, you're not really having the same, um, I don't want to call it a failure, but the same thing you reveal about, okay, maybe, you know, the, the step up from like high school AAU to, to high D one for, for cam showed that he, there was something, you know, in the, 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 the tools that wasn't really translating to, to effectiveness at a higher level of play. Whereas AJ, maybe it's a little, it's, it's a more, we just didn't know yet rather than it being like a bad, a bad scene. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, in Duke, when he played, he showed some really nice flashes, yeah. even though he was hurt. Yeah. And he's, you know, and, and he, he did a lot of shooting, but not a lot of the other stuff, but I mean, his right. first, his first real, I mean, they had some injuries and he got, he got some, some time when, when Atlanta was here and he was awesome. He tortured the, the, the Bucks wing guys. Um, and it has kind of been just pushing for more more time since then. You mentioned Cam staying on the Knicks. Do you feel like this is a slow start for RJ and he'll pick it back up? Because the shooting does not look good as of now. He, I think the shooting will get better. Um, it's weird because he and Randall, you know, I, I talked about uh, Murray and 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 Trey kind of rebalancing a little bit. Uh, Brunson getting there has has given RJ, given Julius Randall, they're getting better shots this year, and it's helped Randall a little bit. And RJ just has not made a jumper that this year, and that 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 happens. So you don't want to, you know, guys can be cold for a long time. A month is not really super long for a cold streak. So you don't, at the same time, you are kind of worried because it's sort of two years ago, he kind of could hit some shots last year, second half of the year, he started to, to, to do some good things, getting to the rim, getting to the line. And he's not, he hasn't really put those two together or really even maintained on either front this year. And you just, you're worried. About yeah. That. I mean, I think Knicks fans are worried pretty much because he just got the bag set. You know, and, right. and it wasn't that and, big a bag. And he'll be there a few years. Yeah. It, I mean, you you like, are you more worried about that? Or are you more worried about if you're in Golden State and you look at Jordan Bull? Oh, man. Oof. Yeah, you're right. Um, How do you feel about that? Because, I mean, he did play. There's nobody to start over, but he seems to be playing better when he starts. But he can't he can't start over Clay. He can't start yeah. over Steph. I mean, I wonder how much of that is sort of especially Wiseman and Kaminga have been really not good this year and, and Wiseman, especially, I mean, he's, they've obviously sent him to to Santa Cruz, but he was not good in a way that sort of dragged everyone else down with him. And it was, yeah. and I like, I, I've talked about Wiseman a lot and I don't, it's, I, it's, it's my, my theory on this is, it's not his fault. I talked to, to PD Webb on my show about this last week, and he was making the point that like not only did Wiseman barely play his year at Memphis, he missed a bunch of time his last couple of years in high school with injury and eligibility stuff. So this is a guy who has just a huge deficit of game like reps. And yeah. Golden State is a system that requires a lot of read, react, make quick decisions. And I don't, expecting a guy who's like three years behind plus a full season, he made like basically four years behind on, on like his, his studies almost like, I don't, you know, 
that doesn't seem like a like a great environment. I think if he if he was being put in a role to be a pure dive and dunk guy, he'd look a lot better. He still yeah. would have some some things to learn, but he would be in a position that his 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 tools, his you know, his his mobility, his hands, his it, you know, could really his size could could do some things. Whereas in Golden State, it's just not being in the right place, not knowing where to go, being late. And, it, and just not being right because it's such a, a tough environment. And he's not the first guy we've seen to go to Golden State, and it just not work because they couldn't they couldn't decision make at that speed. Um, like yeah. Kelly Oubre, as it was a you know decent player before, decent player after, struggled in 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 Golden State. And you know there have been guys we've seen for that, and then you know guys who who thrive, you know, Manny Bielitsa, um. Uh, Otto Porter, you know, Kevon Looney is a perfect example of that. So the, I think that that's he, it's as much him being ill served at the environment he's put in as much as his own kind of um, drawbacks. I mean, you obviously hear the whispers that the Warriors could trade Wiseman, but from a front office perspective, would that make sense to bring him down to the G League for his trade value if you want to trade him? I mean, I, I mean, again, the guy, guy, guy just needs reps, and you know, if he's yeah, if he is if he is being an anchor, which he 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 was, you know, playing at an NBA level for a team that doesn't have as much margin for error as they've had in the past, right? you if you know the this has always been a weird thing about golden state is there well we're trying to win a championship but we're also trying to develop these young guys and you sort of see the tension there and it's hard and it's just it's it's frustrating to me that like not even moody who seems like he should be a little more of a plug and play guy isn't even being allowed to play through some mistakes and you know you, you can sort of understand it with Wiseman just because it's the, the results have been poor and Kaminga who doesn't really want to be a role player. You know, he wants to. Um, yeah. I mean, neither does Wiseman. Yeah. And, and, but I think, I think Moody is a guy who yes. you know, he's going to defend. He's going yes. to shoot some threes. He's like, and, and I'm, I'm frustrated that they're not letting him because they're, you know, they're, they're, they're lacking wing defense. And yeah, I just, not letting him play through some mistakes. I don't, I, you know, I don't love it. Put it that way. Yeah. I mean, when I saw him in summer league, I thought he's definitely one of the guys that I saw in Vegas that could help an NBA team right now. It hasn't come to fruition this season though. He's had some moments, like especially early in the year, he had some, he had some moments and it just seems like, you know, for some reason it's, it's weird on a team that can throw the ball around as much as golden state does that like turnovers are the thing that they're, they're picking out about it. It's like, Oh, the whole team is loose with the ball. Why is, you know, he's just, he's just trying to fit in. <laughs> yeah. Is there a team that coming into the season you believed had no chance of winning a title that you believe is now might be in the mix? I don't know if no chance. Um, I mean, obviously Given the 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 upheaval and the lack of Robert Williams, uh, mm. Boston has to be ecstatic with how they've they've started. Brogdon has, has given them a lot. Derek White's been great. You know, I I think it's dumb to have MVP conversations this year, but Jason Tatum is. If we have to make a list, Jason Tatum's on it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I mean, I think it's Luca, him. Who else? SGA, they say, is in the mix now. I mean, it seems not good enough. I, yeah, and I think I think right now Dallas isn't good enough either. So you just like, you know, Giannis started this season really well. Yeah, Giannis kind of been, obviously. Yeah. But he's been he's been scuffling a little bit the last couple of weeks. Uh, you, Brooklyn's not as good as KD has been. Brooklyn's not there enough yet. Uh, Golden State is, I think, still as of right now, still uh, like not even in a playing spot. So as good as Steph has been, and I guess you know, D, I guess D Mitch could be in the mix too. Yeah, that's uh, th- that's possible. I think. I mean, again, I think that I think that you know Jokic is kind of easing his way into the season. <laughs> right, right. Maybe, he wants he wants to get. He's so smart. I think he wants yeah. to get his guys involved. Right, yeah. those guys that haven't had reps. Yeah. No, he's he's. You know, the uh, the big thing about him, you know, his two MVP seasons is those were it was it was funny. They started they played the jazz in the bubble playoffs and Utah came into that series and is like, we're going to make Jokic score every time to beat us because he wants to he wants to dime people up. Oh, man. Yeah. And that was like and that worked for like a game. And then he's like, well, I guess I got to go score. And that was by far the most aggressive. And I think that that's over. when the flip switched yeah. for him. Right. Yeah, and then so the last two seasons when he's won MVP, he's just been at that. Well, I'm just gonna go score now, and this year he's he's scaled that way back. And I think you know some of it is you know he played this summer, trying to get his guys in, trying to get his guys. And so, so he's I think he's really easing his way into the season. You mentioned Luca briefly, and we talked about Trey's usage. How do you feel that? How do you feel about how the Mavs are using him and? How historical is his use of drink? <laughs> I mean, it's, you know, in the, we have we have about 10 years data that we can look at, you know, and see how much a guy has the ball and, and what kind of shots they're getting. And we're in some, like, you know, mid, like, pre-CP3 Rockets, uh, last days of Westbrook and OKC, kind of, just the amount of time <laughs> he's on the ball. Um, and I don't, like... I, it's I don't think it's I don't think it's sustainable, but at the same time, you just wonder what their other options are. Like they're in just such a weird spot. Like none of like I think all of their moves last season were individually kind of made defensible at least, but as a whole, it's just they don't like okay, you're gonna trade a first to get some firepower, go get Christian Wood. So you're you're in on this season, but then you're you're like gonna get outbid on Jalen Brunson and let him walk, and now you are down to sort of one and a half ball handlers, knowing that your main ball handler wears down because you make him do too much. So you can't be all in, but you traded a pick, and so it, like the 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 left and right hand not doesn't really seem like they know what they they they're totally aware of what they they're doing. Yeah, man, it's interesting with Christian Wood. I mean, um, Jay-Z once said about Nas, just because you don't understand him doesn't mean that he's nice. And I feel like just because I don't understand what Jason Kidd is doing with Christian Wood doesn't mean that it's right. Do you understand what's going on with that? (laughs) Because I really don't. Like, I feel like, to me, Seth, he's their second-best player. I don't know how you feel about it. I mean... a good it's a good question i i i'm not sure how i feel about it i think he's he's a guy who's gonna get get some buckets he's gonna do so efficiently i i it's always been a wonder whether those you know if those if those points are as calorically dense as they might be 
Well, don't you have to try that out in the beginning of yeah, the I think season? I know I think you do. I think you do. But I but I also I can I mean he you know he is not and has never been a great defender. So yeah. you can see why, but at the same time, they're so short. What's- What's offense. the trade-off though? Like, yeah. who is the big-time defender they're putting in there instead of? Him? I mean, Kleba's good. Kleba is a good like. Okay. Like the you know they they close like when they close with Luca and 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 DFS and and Block and and and, and Kleba. That's those are three pretty good defense. I'm not sure any of them are like all defense level guys. Finney Smith maybe, but the, that's that's three pretty good defenders. It's just who that fifth spot is. And, you know, they don't, I don't think they like playing Kleba at the four anymore just because he, uh, his shooting comes and goes. So like, ideally, ideally you'd want maybe another mid-sized, you know, guard on the floor, but they don't, they don't, the closest they have to that is like Tim Hardaway Jr. And you're not wild about that. Yeah. I mean, a lot of these guys just aren't making shots at this point too. Yeah, and and again, it's it's Luca over his career has shown that if you make him you make him beat you the whole game, he'll get tired in the fourth quarter. Yeah, yeah, I, I do think he came in better shape this season. I don't, I don't, I don't even think it's a question of 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 fitness, really. I think it's just you know at the 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 amount bad, of load bad, he has bandwidth. Yeah, yeah, just yeah. the amount he has to do. It's just you could be the in the best shape of anyone ever like he did he's not a, and he's not a guy who gets anywhere easy like he gets yeah. where he wants to go but he's it's it's a grind it's like he is the one guy who and i mean i think you coined this term heliocentric offense right I, accidentally yeah <laughs> you did you did right okay yeah. so i think he's actually the one guy because i mean lebron defied the odds and won a title playing that way okay. And I don't think many can. I don't think it's the easiest and yeah. most seamless way to win a championship. But I do think Luca is probably that guy that could defy the odds, right? I, I mean, I think it's possible. I just, I just don't think they've they've put the pieces around him. Like, yeah, your your one guy can do it, but you know, maybe if his sidekick was like Evan Mobley or something like that. Now, now we're t- like, you know, it's he's got some good role players next to him but there's no one who's like this is one of the best damn role players in the league this is the like you know i like finney smith a lot but he's not mikhail bridges you know who actually might be nice next to him too since you mentioned mobley like a guy like darius garland even though he likes the basketball he could play on the ball he could play off the ball and he could kind of break you down you know yeah i mean that like his kind of like change of like, pace like like lebron to Kyrie is luca to darius kind of yeah. way you know but it, it's also like, you know, they, even when it was Brunson, it was sort of like yeah. more of the same. It's, it's like, you know, they, they, uh, part of the reason, you know, knuckleball pitchers, you know, worked is the only the guys, guy comes in throwing 98, 98, then a knuckleball, it, like it's the, the difference in speed is so much. And, and so last year, the, the, the comparison is last year, like Luca and Brunson both play at that sort of deliberate, get you on their shoulder mm-hmm. kind of. Just having someone who who's got a little bit of a little bit of jets, I think, would be a nice, you know. Obviously, you know, I mean, Garland, yes. I mean, you give, yes, give give Luca another All Star, like an, an All Star to play with in the backcourt. Well, you said, well, you said, well, you said Mobley. I mean, he's pretty yeah, good too. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> you mentioned Brunson. That contract looks good at, at this as of this point, right? I mean, he's playing really well. I think it's three yeah. point games in a row. 
No, I think I, my my problem was less with the money. Oh, and, I didn't even I didn't even know you had a problem. Seth. No, I, so I, I just I didn't I didn't I didn't I I didn't like them like moving assets to create the space for it, and then what's their team now? Having done that, yeah, and then like you know now they 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 signed RJ to an extension. They are they got to figure out what to do with quickly and top end. They got you know Quentin Grimes coming up behind that and 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 reddish you know they they've got so they all of a sudden their flexibility starts to get really and they're a are they like are they much more than a play-in team even if like this roster goes well i don't understand what tibbs is doing sometimes because i don't think he watches teams like okc and realize that how much longevity just being a rebuilding team has more than being a win now team and he feels like he's in win now mode when the team doesn't even make like when playing the veterans doesn't even make them better in the present like that's what is like totally crazy to me when it comes to like not giving certain guys minutes i mean you don't have to get me started on the the you know the 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 church of veteranosity and and sort of (laughs) like especially in the in the regular season just like letting see what see what we have yeah and I think that's the you know, long term. That's so important. Like the Knicks have to make decisions on on quickly and Toppin, and especially Toppin. It's like we don't know. We think he might be good. We want. We know he has some limitations, but we don't know. And like quickly, all right, we think he's good, but if we've already got this this much invested in Brunson. How much sense? Like, does it make sense to? to you know back up the truck for him too or should we kind of rebalance our assets a little bit yeah. but still you like you you he's never really gotten the opportunity to you know take the ball and run with it either yes yeah i so really don't like it's just interesting that they don't give their young guys opportunity and they're not gonna i mean maybe tips feels like they could win a championship like i don't know like playing his but i don't know what's going on through his head because it I, doesn't I, make them better in the present you know, I, I like he, he's he is, you know, among the more the the you know, the, the horizon is lower for him. It's like it's it, he, he I don't even think he's thinking about championship. I think he's thinking about tomorrow night. Uh, ah, he's fighting and clawing his way every and day. That's it, but that's just, you know, and, and there's been a lot of teams have had a lot of success in the NBA regular season. By having that, you know, all right, we're going to show up tonight and we're going to do our thing. And, you know, to some degree, that's the Bucks in the regular season. Yeah. It's just they have they have enough talent and they also have like the dude, like not just the dude, but they've got several guys who, all right, it's time to now do the get outside of what we, you know, what we roll out and do. And, and then our, our best is better than your best, too. Yeah. Um, but yeah. like you know, like a lot of the tip, best Tibbs teams have been those that sort of like regular season overachiever. I guess yeah. I guess like this is what got him here. Why would mm-hmm. he change it now? Kind yeah. of thing. Let's end with uh, two players that are really fun stuff. I think I'll surprise you maybe a little bit with this one. Um, I want to end with Poku and Bol Bol. So let's start with Poku. Yeah. Let's start with Poku. Um, you know, everybody always talked about him as being a high variance guy. I'm starting to think he might actually land somewhere in the middle, like pretty good NBA player. Do you see that as well? I, I'm not sure. I'm still not sure what he is yet, but it's, it, <laughs> it is, um, it is looking more recognizably like NBA basketball 
Yes. Like the 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 random, I just I'm just gonna try this, which is part of what made him fun, but it was maybe not he maybe couldn't execute it at quite the level as say a Bones Highland can where <laughs> Yeah, right. Yeah. You know, um so yeah, no, I mean it's it's that the Oklahoma City is 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 still weird, like a weird environment still, because you're not not totally certain what they're how they're approaching this season yet still yeah i mean it's just that sga took a crazy leap right no he's he is he's he's different like and and he's just fun to watch he really is he got game that guy he's like for a while i was i was i was big on karis lavert's potential me too 100 percent just 100%. because it seemed like when he was at his best, he was just by you. Like you didn't even notice he's going. And 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 Shay is what I thought like the, the best version of what that could be. Cause he's just he, because he's 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 got that that combination of yeah, he's he's plenty athletic, but he's also just like smooth and herky jerky. Yeah, so it's the, just he's not I, blowing by you, he's just kind of gliding by you. The finishing package, I think, is what separates him from like a guy like Karras. Like he has a lot of stuff when he gets around the rim. And he's, and he's just he's you know, you see this with the best player. He's just figured out how to give himself a little bit more time to do everything. Yeah, and I mean, I obviously think of Luca when you think of that, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, we're we're you know, we're in the middle of the World Cup, and that's you know, the the like <laughs> so the best players always seem to have enough time on the ball to do their thing. And, you know, he's, you know, that's, that's sort of when, you know, guys like Tatum made the leap too, is they didn't get, and, and, and not to bounce around, but the lack of that was noticeable in Tatum, for Tatum in the finals where he did get sped up a little bit. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He, I mean, I was never, you, I think you know this about me. So I was never the highest Tatum guy, but what can I say now, man? He's a top three MVP guy. I can't say anything. <laughs> yeah. You know, as you say, he's not for me, but he's for everybody now. He's top three. All right. So Bobo, um, he, obviously he's super fun. I talked about it before the season. I thought he'd get a lot of opportunity and I thought it would be great. And it, and it has been great, but um, what's his functional NBA role on a winning team? I don't know, but you gotta, you gotta think, um, or you just you just enjoy the show. Yeah. You know, you know I'm going to so I'm going to throw the style is maybe different, but I'm going to throw a name out there and see if it it a guy who was always seemed like he was always super effective but never kind of stuck in that winning in that winning spot was uh Brandon Wright. Okay. Yeah. You know, I see it, it. um you know not obviously like he not nowhere near the shooter and didn't doesn't put the didn't put the ball on the floor as much, but just a guy who was like always super high efficiency did some stuff defensively and, and then it, but it just it had a hard time getting, getting coaches to trust him and being a, like effective in the biggest moments. Like, well, I here's know. a, here's a better question, Seth. If you were in his ear, what would you tell him to do? First of all, that ear is a long way up there. So <laughs> <laughs> because like we yeah. want Bo Bo, he's so fun. We want him to be playing playoff basketball at some point, you know? No, it's it, it's it's weird because his his game is not a role player game. A hundred percent. And you're not I mean, gonna get and you're probably not gonna give Bo Bo yeah. the keys keys, yeah. right? Now, and and I, you know, for as much good stuff as he does, I don't think he's a he 
maybe the ideal version of, on a big team and on a, on a, on a top team would be like the guy who like works the baseline and just like finds his way to, you know, a little duck in here, a little backdoor cut there, little, little step back out for three, you know, just, you don't, you don't, you don't run anything for him, but he just like gets stuff in the flow. That seems like it would be the, the sort of the idealized version of him. How about, how about, how about, a six man spark in a different kind of way than we're used to seeing. Yeah. Well, I think that's, that's, you know, uh, uh, Julius Randall had, had some good years in, in new Orleans doing just that. Yeah. Not obviously not the, um, I think they maybe do similar things in very different styles. Yeah. Like maybe a team that's guard heavy and you don't need a guard coming off the bench right away, you know, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it would be, Put it, give him, give, put him on Dallas. See what happens. <laughs> <laughs> Seth, great stuff, man. This was so much fun. Where can we find your work? <laughs> Excuse me. Um, <laughs> can, uh, as you mentioned, the start uh, all over the place. Um, uh, you know, got uh, a podcast doing every week. Nerd she wrote on the Athletic, right in there, a couple times a month. Uh, my own podcast, which you've been on. Got to get you back. Yeah, we got to do uh, that again. That was on fun. Uh, on Colin and. I'm starting to to drop some uh, some statistical nuggets uh, to uh, to uh, bring some more uh, color to the to the dunked on prime. Uh, yeah, true. Nice. Nice. Um, it's a little bit getting the band back together. Nate and I have like it's it, Nate and I go 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 back a little bit, so it's it's fun to actually do something together now. And buy the mid range theory, everybody. Buy, it's out in paperback now. <laughs> go get it, Seth. Thanks so much for taking the time. You're always welcome back and talk soon. Yeah, thanks a lot, buddy. There it was. Another episode of Combos Court. Thank you so much for tuning in. Big shouts to Seth for joining in. We appreciate you. Don't forget to rate, review, and if you haven't already, punch down on that subscribe button. Share episode 422 with a friend on Twitter, on Facebook, on LinkedIn. Take a screenshot of this episode and post it on your IG stories. You could tag me on there at 1-2-Combo. That's O-N-E. T-W-O-C-O-M-B-O. If you would like to receive bonus Combos Court content and more, check out the Combos Court Patreon page. I'll leave a link in the show notes for that. Enjoy your day and be on the lookout for episode 423 of Combos Court. Combo out.